previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. It's the day of the annual neighborhood potluck. Nova's in her study, and she is reviewing some tarot. As you do your tarot cards, you literally somehow draw like five death cards. The three of you take a look over in the direction of the tables. Rather than fixing the fountain to shoot at guests coming in, it appears that water is now exploding from underneath the ground. As you look upon the scene, Nova, you suddenly feel the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Oh, Charlotte, dear. You gave me quite a fright. Can I help you? Nova, as you say that, you feel a sharp pain in your chest. Nova grabs whoever's arm is nearest to like her right side, pulls them down, her eyes wide. Avenge me when Mercury is in the third house. What? Wait, did she just die? Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Nova's funeral is a rather short affair, involving a funeral pyre and orcish funeral lamentation howling. I'm just imagining, like, in the in like a cul-de-sac, like, in the middle of the cul-de-sac, there's a giant funeral pyre, and it's a pretty good image. You've never lived in Bangladesh. <laughs> you know what? I, you, you were right, Wesley. I've never lived in Bangladesh. All of the neighbors have turned out wearing their various funeral garb, and and take turn giving their condolences to Oscar, Nova's husband. Thalia, Micah, and Star stand nearby, quiet. The line to talk to Oscar slowly dwindles, leaving Deborah and Kia for y'all's turn to offer condolences to Oscar. Deborah goes to Oscar, and she's Basically, she's timed it so that it's an exact minute and a half of condolences, uh, which is the proper amount of time. She wants to make sure everybody can see that she's offering condolences to Oscar and that nobody can <laughs> accuse her of not <laughs> offering condolences to Oscar. <laughs> Oscar, I... Nova was such a good friend. She was always nice to Zog and Glob and had and was really good at appropriate levels of discretion. <laughs> um, <laughs> if there's anything you need, you know, me and... And my kids are always here for you. And I put a hand on his shoulder. How is Oscar looking, by the way? Go ahead and do an insight check. I'm trying to see if he's like, how actually upset he is that Nova. 17. He looks sad, but not super duper sad. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. That's good to know. So Oscar is. Oscar, maybe, you know. Feels sad because he, you know, spent a lot of time with Nova, but also feels a little bit of relief. All right. That's my piece. Oscar replies, thanks, Deborah. 
Uh, would you mind staying a second? I, I want to ask you something later. Sure, I could stay for a little bit, but I have to get Zog and Glob to uh, their weekend soccer practice after this, so I can't stay too long. Uh, Oscar turns towards Kia. Oscar, I'm so sorry for what happened. Nova was just a beautiful spirit, and we're going to desperately miss her here. She will be missed, he says. I just want to say, in, in case you're feeling a sense of loss or you know something that can't be replaced, you're always welcome at our, our you know yoga and fitness sessions. Usually it's just <laughs> us housewives, but we can we can make a special exception for you over the, the next few months. Aw. Yes, of course. I appreciate it. Kia doesn't really want to tarry too long, so she also doesn't really like being at funerals. So she just <laughs> she finds it to be slightly annoying and a waste of time. So she, <laughs> having having given her appropriate condolences, decides to make her exit. Oh, I guess as as Kia turns to leave, Oscar stops you for a second, and he says, "Deborah, Kia, I know the two of you were really good friends with Nova. Would you guys mind coming over later and helping clean out some of her stuff?" Hmm. Well. I guess I could move Zog and Glob's clarinet practice, which is immediately after their soccer practice, to to next week, and we could still make it in time for their cricket practice. So yes, that should be fine. But don't you have like people to do that, or? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm actually taking the kids up to stay with the grandparents. He gives you a key. Kia begrudgingly takes the key. Mm. <laughs> Kia. Yeah, I was just about to say something. <laughs> There's also when Wesley said we'll desperately miss her. I was like, yes, as housewives, we'll desperately <laughs> miss her. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and then look directly at the camera and wait. <laughs> Thanks, he says. I assume the two of you guys head out. Yes. Yeah, but I have a soccer practice I need to get the kids to. A soccer practice they desperately want to go to. Because I told them to. Yeah. As the two of you head out, you hear some whispering amongst the other neighbors. Ooh, what do they say, Joey? Go ahead and do a perception check. I feel like you goaded me into that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ooh, I'm not... All right. Perception's all right. Not that all right, though. That is an eight. You can't really make it out, but it all sounds very mysterious and gossipy. Damn it, I really, Deborah really cares about what other people think of her, but she couldn't hear it, so she just assumes that it's about somebody else. No, actually, she assumes it's about her. She's like, I'll fucking get these bitches. <laughs> As the two of you leave, the neighbors all turn their heads and look at the two of you. I knew it. And then we cut to a shot of Vivian. You find yourself in the police station in which Charlotte is being held, sitting across from a detective. The dragonborn detective sitting across from you opens his mouth and then puts a cigarette in it. He gently puffs some smoke. I wave it out of my face. (laughs) A second later, he says, Name's Detective Sullivan. How can I help you today? You're holding my daughter captive for a crime that no one can can prove has been committed. And I, I think... It's, it's time we both leave. Uh... Have her rights been read? 
Is she being charged? If not, we're, we're free to go. I would know, I mean, I, I work for Wolf News. Uh, we have it on several witness accounts that your daughter stabbed somebody. Whose accounts? Some are much less trustworthy than others. Also, we did a zone of truth interrogation and your daughter admitted to stabbing the victim in question. Well, how do you know that she meant to do it? I mean, a crime requires a motive, re requires premeditated intent. I mean, people can c com compel others to do the most dastardly deeds under Magitek. Uh, yeah, I've heard this defense lots of times. Somebody made me do it. Listen, if you can prove that somebody made your daughter stab this woman, I will let her go. Well, I'll be back by the end of the day. I wasn't named the number one investigative journalist in Falcon's Reach for three years running for nothing. She'll be out in a few hours. Oh, damn. Okay. I turn and storm out, and you could hear my heels, like, clicking on the ground. Click, click, click. <laughs> uh, Detective Sullivan sighs. And then he pulls out another cigarette and then unleashes his flame breath on it. <laughs> he burns about half his cigarette and then he takes one long toke, finishing the second half. Vivian, you storm out of the police station and now we're gonna enter free time mode. Joey, in this universe... What's the phone equivalent? Like, would we... We're, we're, we're all, like, housewives in suburbia. Do we have, like, sending stones or something for each other where, you know, we could call each other up and gossip or or talk to meet up? There is the sending Magitech, which has been mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Previously, Animal Messenger has also been used. Right. All right. I use Animal Messenger and send a chinchilla <laughs> to... <laughs> Vivian telling her that we're meeting up at or Kia and I are going to Nova's house to help clean out some of her things and that Vivian's welcome to join us. I tell her that it would really look good for the in front of the community if she was able to help. I say that I'll I'll be there immediately. People will talk about you if you don't <laughs> if you don't come. <laughs> well, I would think they'd mainly be talking about how my daughter <laughs> is suspected of murder, but <laughs> Exactly, you don't want to add to the <laughs> to the stigma. I see. I'll be there at 8. Okay, I'm going to actually show up at 8 at 7.45, uh, just so we get done on time. <laughs> I, I, so, like, the, the animal messenger ha has to, like, run back and forth. So. <laughs> you see the chinchilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as each time it has to cross the street, it starts looking more tired and tired. Oh. <laughs> So is Oscar going to Oscar is going to be gone, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you you wouldn't know that, but it was heavily implied to Kia and Deborah. Okay, then let's just say during these messages, <laughs> I ask Deborah, "What about Oscar? Like, do you think he'll be okay if I just show up?" I mean, well, if you want my honest answer, I don't think we'll be seeing Oscar again anytime soon. <laughs> Why do you think that? I can see on his face that he doesn't have much of an attachment to Amethysterious Lane, and I think this might have been the opportunity he was looking for to leave, so... Plus, he gave Kia the keys to his house, so I don't think he cares much about it. Huh, that's a lead if I've ever heard one. Yeah, anyway, we'll meet tonight. 
I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, the, the chinchilla just has to run back and forth. <laughs> like, it, and like uh, for the spell, it actually like when it speaks, it's the voice of whoever sends the message. <laughs> <laughs> so it open it like it switches between Deborah and Vivian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Deborah's like, I'll be there first. <laughs> I guess, is there anything you guys want to do in the intervening time before you guys meet up? Kia tries to get one more workout in. Not going to waste <laughs> her entire day on all this funerary bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Deborah talks to Zog and Glob and asks them if they have any questions or feelings. I know that she knows that death is quite a heavy subject and wants to be sure that her kids are okay. Kids are like, no, mommy. <laughs> no, they're not okay. They don't want to talk about it. Okay, well, we'll schedule 30 minutes tomorrow to talk about it. I know I know your feelings better than you do. They look slightly uncomfortable. Anyway, go to soccer practice and beat all those other kids, okay? Remember, nobody, and I mean nobody, wins over a bad bog. That's, that's our last name. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the audience. <laughs> Zog awkwardly. I imagine he's sort of like, just like a little bit slightly on the chubbier side. <laughs> yes. And he was like enlisted into the soccer team just... <laughs> because I told him to. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, I actually want to play dodgeball. And I was like, no bad bog will be seen playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wanted to read books. <laughs> yeah. His little like, glasses. No. <laughs> Deborah insisted that they do soccer because she thinks it's a more appropriate sport. Or more, it's, she thinks it's appropriate that they get outside because they're orcs. I would like to see. Would I be able to talk to Charlotte? Would they let me? Yeah. Let's say I try to go back and talk to her. <laughs> if they turn me down, they turn me down. But I, I feel like I, I would at least try. I would storm out in anger and then be like, <laughs> and then come and then Shit. come back again. Like. <laughs> Vivian, you're now standing outside the police station. Mm-hmm. Touch my pearls. And then I realize, why didn't I talk to Charlotte? The most important thing is to get the witness's perspective. And she's really the only witness to it. So I immediately kind of heel turn and walk back into the police station (laughs) and and demand to speak to my daughter. (laughs) You pass by a receptionist's desk. He has just seen you leave. So he sort of just is like looking at you questioningly. I say, how... Dare you not let me speak to my daughter? You are you know, removing me of, of my rights as her mother and parent. I mean, she's under 18. I need to speak to her. And if you don't, well, I'll, I'll report you to your supervisor and your supervisor's supervisor. And you wouldn't want that, would you? The police officer, a rather young elf, replies, Ma'am, you'll have to talk to the supervising detective. Is it the dragonborn I just spoke to? Yes. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I need to speak to him now. Bring him out. Or bring me in. Whichever is faster. Time is money. Chop, chop. Uh, You you can head on in. I head into the room, and I open the door. Is his cigarette still on fire? Yeah, he's... You see there's like a pile of them in his ashtray now. (laughs) I say something along the lines of, You've made a grave error in not letting me be in the room with my daughter. She is a minor. I demand to speak to her right now. As he puffs on his cigarette, he looks confused. He says, 
Uh, ma'am, I thought, I thought you were leaving. I was just testing you to see if you knew the rights of minors, which clearly you do not, and I could report you for. Uh, is this the due process thing again? Shouldn't you know that? Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. 24. Detective Sullivan sighs, and you can sort of hear him muttering under his breath, I hate due process. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) All right, come with me. (laughs) Detective Sullivan leads you into the jail section of the police station. There's no, like, visitor room or anything. Mm. He basically just, like, drops you off outside Charlotte's cell and sort of just stands nearby smoking. Mm. As he drops you off, he says, you have five minutes. I start to cry because I'm just seeing my baby, my only child in this terrible predicament. Um, And I say, oh, sure. And I, I, my eyes filled with tears. I I grab her hands through the bars and I, I, I just kind of cry and try to hold her as much as I can for like about 30 seconds. Is this like a persuasion cry? Or are you trying to convince them to give you more time? No, I'm sad. Wouldn't you be sad seeing your only child in jail? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> it's called empathy, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it holds you back. <laughs> it makes you weak. Yeah, it makes you weak. Yeah, uh, Charlotte also runs up to the jail cell doors and she also starts crying mm, kind of just hold I, I hold her and we cry for wasting about a minute of time and then, <laughs> and then I say are you okay are you eating alright is anyone being mean to you is anyone threatening you with a knife uh, you're, you're somewhat like worst case scenario concerns uh, managed to draw a small chuckle out of Charlotte, even as she's crying. <laughs> she says, no, mom, I'm, I'm okay. Mm. I stroke her hair and I try to force myself to go from mom mode into fact-finding mode. And I say, tell me what happened as best as you can in your own words. I'm trying to help you. I I will get you out of here. I promise. I'm your mother. Charlotte cries a little bit more. And then she says, Well, I I was just hanging out at at the party. And then it it felt like I, I heard a voice in my head. And then everything went blank. What did the voice say? I I couldn't really tell. Hmm. But when I... When I opened my eyes again, I there there was so much blood. And then she starts crying again. I stroke her hair, and I just hold her for another minute. Did the voice sound like anyone we know? Anyone at the party? Charlotte says, No, it honestly, Mom, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Try me. It sounded sort of otherworldly I I, I don't know how else to describe it this was good information Char 
I promise, nothing bad is going to happen. I will get you out of here. And you've just given me a lot of leads to work with. You've been very brave. Charlotte gives you a hug. Mm-hmm. A couple seconds later, Detective Sullivan is like, Okay, time's up. <laughs> I kind of force down my orcish anger because I know I did kind of fight my way to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of sigh and I give Charlotte one last hug and I try to kiss her on her forehead through the bars the way that I did when she was a little baby. And I say, stay strong. I love you. You'll be out soon. And then I follow and I don't look back because I know that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. Charlotte stands near the cell door with her hands on the bars and she tearfully watches you go. And you leave. Later that evening, the three of you gather outside Nova's home. Can't believe it's only been a few days. Nova was with us. <laughs> Sadness. Deb, you know, I, I know it's very hard, but I think we all just have to try to remember the, the beauty of Nova's life and, and move on. I really recommend, you know, you've been slacking a little bit on the workout classes for the last couple of weeks. And I really, <laughs> I really suggest that I think that could help you work out and work through some of these issues. So looking forward to seeing you back. Uh, next time. <laughs> you're, you're nothing if not a relentless businesswoman, Kia. <laughs> Vivian says, forget beauty. Nova needs justice. No, let's see what she has in store. How is the police station, Vivian? Incompetent. Hmm, yes. I, I figured as such. They they are so bad at catching murderers. And I look <laughs> to the side. <laughs> anyway, let's go in. Kia, you have the key, yeah? I, I... <laughs> okay. Joey's like, damn it, this was a mistake. <laughs> Joey created this situation. I just, I'm just capitalizing on it. You, you see a slight twitch in uh, Kia's brow as she goes and pushes out the key and uh, goes up to unlock I, what I assume is the front door of this house. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. Good job, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Kia, you dramatically insert the key into the keyhole and you open the door to Nova's house without kicking it down <laughs> such a rarity in this world <laughs> you just have to straight up give you the key <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll kick some doors down later <laughs> yep. uh, Oscar and the kids are out does it look like they've packed everything up and moved, or does it just look Ooh, normal? Good question. Go and do a perception check. Perception. That is a 15 for perception. Yeah, you take a look around. The, the front door opens into the living room, and all of the furniture is still there. In the, in the far back, you can see the, the dining room and the kitchen. Uh... Everything is largely untouched. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe Oscar will be back. Did he give us any instructions on where Nova's things were that we needed to clean out? Clean up? No, he didn't say anything about that. Typical lazy scumbag. But... <laughs> <laughs> Just like Kai. 
and we can we can go to to Nova's room to start with. I think I've I've been there before. I remember where it's at. Right. Yes. Presumably, <laughs> presumably we've been here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I head down the hall, maybe to Nova's room. I follow. <laughs> sure. I don't have anything else that I can think of doing, so I'll do that. <laughs> uh, the three of you head over to Nova's room. Uh, Kia, you're in the front. As you open the door, go ahead and do a constitution saving throw. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, Claire, you're like a paladin, right? Yeah, I am. I feel like we should get some bonus, I think, from that. <laughs> <laughs> it should be anybody within 10 feet of you. Oh, okay, then they all get it. Yeah, they have to be within 10 feet, yeah. Well, with that boost, I'm up to a 17. Nice. Uh, You're hit by the overwhelming scent of incense. (laughs) It's almost a little bit nauseating how much incense there is in here, but you're able to keep it down. It's very (laughs) worth it for me to pull up that rule. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Nova. I, I, I introduced her to some better incense than this i thought what is this garbage (laughs) this garbage i brave my way through the the wall of incense and try to peer around the room to see what the setup is like yeah on one side of the room are just a whole shelf of crystals on another wall there's another shelf of just tarot cards and on another wall there's just like some various like random shrines Shrines to what? Is there anything like that it's Just dedicated to? <laughs> uh, go ahead and do a history check. While she does that, I pick up a tarot card. All right, let me let me roll the random tarot card for you while Claire rolls the history. I got check. a a, na- uh, a natural one plus one, so a two. But I got a nat one. <laughs> you peer closely at the shrines. They mean nothing to you. <laughs> I say, odd. I had no idea. I'm. I knew she was a free spirit, but I, I had no idea she was this much of a pagan. Is Vivian very religious? I'm assuming that she is. I kind of picture her as like, or at least enough to appear to be. I'm thinking of her as like, mm. kind of like a, a right wing kind of pundit. Ah. Like definitely someone that leverages religion at the very least. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about Vivian now. <laughs> The shrines mean nothing to you, and it's not due to, like, a lack of knowledge. They literally just don't mean anything, like... Hmm. (laughs) Unless you're the superstitious sort. Hmm. Meanwhile, Deborah, you go up to the shelf with one of the many decks of tarot cards, and you draw one. And you draw the Knight of Cups. (laughs) Oh, cool. Do (laughs) (laughs) Do I happen to know what that means for my time with Nova? Go ahead and do a intelligence check. It's an eight. You take a look at the card. You see a handsome orcish knight wearing plate mm. armor, and he's holding a big cup. This means nothing to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nova had her obsessions, and I really wish I'd listened to her more once. <laughs> <laughs> But I suppose that's not why we're here. So I put the card back. Uh, Kia, what do you do? I am going to 
start looking around for anything that might have been like a diary or notes that Nova might have been writing just to get a sense of what she was up to. Maybe she had a, an inventory. I'm, I'm trying to think a little bit more efficiently about how we can quickly ascertain what's all there and, and what's what matters, what efficient way to, to pack this stuff up. Yep. Go and do a investigate check. Creativity, romance, charm, imagination, beauty. That's what the Knight of Cups means. That is a 13 for investigation. You take a look around the room, searching for some sort of diary or book, and eventually something catches your eye on the tarot card shelf that is somewhat hidden underneath the many decks. Is it like it's a book or a piece of paper? It's a small booklet. Okay. After you push the tarot card decks away. I take the booklet down and take a look inside. You take a look inside. In handwriting that you recognize as Nova's, you see a short message. And it reads, All is not what it appears. Kia thinks to herself, Well, that's useless. Uh, <laughs> hoping to pack this shit up and be back in time for my late night workout. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nova. Kia, you thumb through Nova's little booklet and you realize that Nova has been doing tarot card readings of the various denizens of the neighborhood. Mm. Basically, like, every page is like a different family or uh, resident. A couple of them are crossed out just, you assume, due to, like, boredom. And then there's a couple of other ones that she's sort of like left alone. You see that the page for the Rodriguez family has the tarot card for the tower. You see that Captain Harper has the card for the Five of Swords. Rob the Gardener has the card for the Hanged Man. And Professor O'Malley has the card for the Devil. Those are the things that stand out to you. Well, I knew that Nova was into this tarot stuff. I was, I was trying to get her to connect, you know, more with herself on a spiritual level, but this is what worked with her. I don't know. It, I get very bad vibes from this. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me you believe the same mumbo jumbo that Nova did. Re God rest her soul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's impossible to deny that there is. There's something beyond what we can all see and hear, but this stuff, these cards, I, I just don't know. Hmm. Well, I know she was way into the divination magitech, but I didn't really think much of it until what happened the other day. Isn't that, like, illegal, though? I mean, listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically, yes, but it wasn't that illegal. We all have our secrets. I mean, who are who are we to judge? Yes, and honestly, if if I might speak frankly, Nova's was not was a little bit tame. <laughs> I feel she didn't even use her divination magic tech to play the the magical stock market. She was doing no harm to anybody, aside from maybe herself. It seems. Well, at the very least, this these are some good leads we could potentially look into. Vivian kind of writes down the the people and the. The, the tarot cards listed. Well, I guess we can take whatever we want. I mean, Oscar didn't specify what he wanted 
gone or how we wanted it sorted or anything like that and I really don't want to spend all, like a whole lot of time here on this stuff so <laughs> hmm. Key goes around and just starts looking for things that might look like good decor for a yoga studio. Good lord. <laughs> Alright, let's start robbing the dead. <laughs> uh, let, let me remind you guys that you guys are we're best friends. <laughs> but what does that really mean? <laughs> best friends give things to their best friends right. after they yeah. die, right? <laughs> we all agreed to this. We had a pact that uh, if one of us died, <laughs> yeah, our friends would divide up our... <laughs> our belongings. <laughs> yeah. Not for the children or the husband. Just for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I mean, he is not looting like large amounts of cash. He's just taking random trinkets. Hmm. Is there a box around here that just says Nova stuff that I can take? <laughs> you think back to your conversation with Oscar, you sort of vaguely feel like, yeah, he probably could have been the one get to get rid of all the stuff. But no, he had he asked you guys to do it. It's weird that Oscar asked us to do this in the first place. Don't you think, ladies? Well, I mean, like most husbands, he's it's always struck me as kind of useless. Hmm. But Typical, right? They shove it off on us all the time. All the work, all the things that need to be done. It's suspicious. I, I mean, who leaves town after their wife has been murdered? With the kids, no less. It's odd. What are you implying, Vivian? Just that this man is suspicious. Like you said, as all men are, but this one in particular. Actually... Mm. As I'm saying this, Vivian, as an investigative journalist, I can only assume is somewhat familiar with, you know, true crime and motivations. She knows that Nova was, she used some sort of divination and and was curious if Oscar was potentially feeling some, some disgruntlement or some sort of resentment or feeling disgruntled. Um, so rather than looking for anything of Nova's, Vivian actually is curious if, if there's anything of Oscar's around or if there's some sort of study that Oscar has that she can kind of mm -hmm. poke into. Yeah, you, you do recall that Oscar does have a study down the hall. There's nothing of Oscar's in this particular room, though. Okay. She'd like to go look into this study. Vivian, what are, where, where are you going? Vi uh, <laughs> Nova's stuff is in here. Following a hunch. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I keep going through Nova stuff. <laughs> Vivian, you head towards Oscar's study. Meanwhile, Kia, what are you doing? I have tried to find some sort of box or bag that I can shove a few of these trinkets into. Um, go around just collecting random crystals, candles, plants, things like that. And <laughs> after I've, I've kind of finished collecting a few of those things, I'll just probably start wander around the house looking for other items of interest <laughs> wait so we're just <laughs> not necessarily, we're not necessarily to take not necessarily <laughs> to take just just out of a curiosity to to explore the house okay vivian you take a look into oscar's study you see the traditional cocobolo desk with a series of bookshelves sitting behind it there's a little globe of whiskey and two sitting chairs on the opposite side I want to start looking through the drawers of the desk. Yeah, go and roll a investigate check. Ugh, I got a three. 
God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You rummage around the desk and you just find work papers and other sort of various knickknacks that one would keep in (laughs) in a study at home. Starting to get annoyed. I'm like, there must be something, something I'm missing. Actually, I feel like I would be kind of like under the gun. So why don't I do a little hit of pixie dust since I'm alone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, nice. Go ahead and describe it for us. She starts, she's feeling kind of along the lines of, oh, there must be something, something I'm missing. It's it's because I'm I'm so tired. I'm just I'm so overwhelmed. I, I need to be sharp. So I kind of reach into my coat and I take my little vial, and then I spread it, do a line along Oscar's desk, <laughs> and then I kind of just do it into one nostril, one quick, uh, just just very very quick, and then I kind of sweep the rest of the dust in, into my hand throw it into the garbage can, kind of eliminate any trace of the evidence. And then I kind of tell myself, um, surely I'll find something now. I- I'm awake, I'm alert, I'm ready. Yeah, you feel great for now. <laughs> and you have advantage on the next check that you do. For now. <laughs> can I try again? Go ahead and do an investigate check this time with more vigor. <laughs> Bloodshot eyes. Jesus fucking Christ. I got a four and a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You tear through Oscar's desk and his shelves and the little globe thing, but you find nothing. <sighs> you take the, gl- the globe full of whiskey and toss it on the ground. <laughs> it shatters. Oh. Meanwhile, we cut over to... Kia. Kia has been wandering around with her bag of trinkets and probably hears the shattering glass in the other room. So I I go to check that out. You head back to the study and you see a frustrated looking Vivian standing over a shattered decanter of whiskey. Hey, Vivian. (laughs) Uh, Everything okay? There, sh- there should be something. Why can't I? Th- there must be something. I can't find anything. So I think sometimes, you know, like we've worked on this in some of the sessions we've done together. You just have to take a moment, take a few deep breaths, and just find that inner peace. And I'm sure that uh, you're, you're, a, you're a great investigator, Vivian. And and everything is is gonna be good. Everything's gonna be fine. I try to hold her hand. I say, Can you help me? Help me with my breathing. Kia tries to, tries to, she takes both of Vivian's hands and, and turns to face her and tries to go through a few basic breathing exercises. <laughs> the, the two of you <laughs> breathe. <laughs> but what kind of check is that, Joey? I demand. Yeah. <laughs> what, check. What, did, what do they need to do, Joey? <laughs> uh, you guys just do it, I guess. <laughs> There's no check for breathing, <laughs> as here. far as I know. Wait, let me scroll through the list. <laughs> Here's some very loud breathing coming from the other room. Yeah, Deborah, what are you doing? Uh, Deborah bought a cardboard box with her, and she's actually doing the thing that she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> Makes sense. Which Someone is, should which do is, it. Which is putting Nova's things into a cardboard box to take home, or to take somewhere. She just, she heard her two friends, she heard... Vivian walked into the other room and she heard some very loud snorting. 
<laughs> and then, then she saw Kia go, and then she heard some very loud breathing. She's very confused. <laughs> but she's doing what she's here to do. Good for her. I don't know if any clues like fall out while she's doing this, and so be it. <laughs> she she carefully examines everything and she's putting it into the box. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and investigate check. As a 14. Noise. Being the only person who is doing what they're supposed to be doing, <laughs> Deborah, you continue to pack away Nova's stuff. Eventually, you do hit the stuff that is on the bottom shelf of the tarot cards, and it's basically like buried underneath a bunch of stuff. You find a Tarot Cards 101 handbook. <laughs> Woo! Wow. How to find out about your friends, enemies, and more. This looks like it hasn't been actually touched in a while. It's quite dusty. I blow off the dust. <laughs> go, go ahead and do a constitution saving throw. <laughs> it's good. And I know my, my two uh, compatriots are more than 10 feet away, so this will just have... I'll just have to raw dog this. <laughs> <laughs> Con save. That's not so bad. That is a 17. I think that's the exact number Wesley rolled earlier. Your your, your allergies are not activated. <laughs> <laughs> I stifle. This, this is only this is a thing only people over thirty one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dust the true enemy. Yeah, people in Gen Z can skip forward <laughs> thirty <laughs> time seconds. Step, time step included. <laughs> it's yeah. just gonna be fifteen seconds of us coughing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my back gave out while right. I was coughing uncontrollably. <laughs> But yeah, you survive your potential allergies. <laughs> Are you saying that would have killed me, Joey? <laughs> Some, sometimes it do feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> so right. All right. Wh what are you guys doing now? So I've taken Vivian through a few basic breathing exercises, and I think we're getting into a better place. So I, I let go of her hands and open my eyes again and say, so Viv, are you okay? I'm not. My daughter is in jail for a crime she may have committed, but not of her own will. And I can't find anything as to why. Well, Viv, like I said, you're the you're the best damn investigator I know. So I know we're gonna figure this out. Let's let's take another look around and see if we can we can find something. I feel calmed at Kaya's words. Unfortunately, you are also coming down from your high. I start to sweat. My my hand is kind of spasming a little bit. I kind of put it in my pocket. I None of my friends know that I do this, and it's a secret that I keep just to myself. Does Kia notice any of this? Vivian, how about you roll a sleight of hand check, and then Kia, you can roll a perception check. Do it's we like... not know, but suspect? <laughs> you probably suspect, but... Mm. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you need to use. Yeah, it's time, it's time to switch to the. Uh, <laughs> I'll reload. Analog, analog is the way to go. Key got a ten. Yeah, uh, you see Vivian's hand shake at it and sweat a little bit as she shoves it into her pocket. Kia, Kia takes note of this but chooses to disregard it for now. What a real friend. <laughs> Real friends let friends Addictions go unspoken about If my friend wants to do cocaine My friend can do cocaine <laughs> I'll take another look around 
I feel very docile now, so I'm just kind of looking to to Kia and kind of following her like a little lamb since she's guided me through my <laughs> rage slash panic attack. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll roll with it. Well, like, what are you? What are you just looking around generally? Or are you looking for something specific? I think at this point, so originally Kia was primarily interested in just packing up the stuff and getting out of here, but now seeing how distraught Vivian is, I will begin to specifically look for something that might might give give insight into you know any any problems that that uh, Nova might have been facing before her death or something that that might give clues as to why she was murdered. Yeah, go ahead and do a investigate check. All right, Kia got a 14 for her Whoa! investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> Admits the debris caused by Vivian. Kia, you see there's a couple of papers that are written in Nova's handwriting and not Oscar's. I begin to, to sort through them a bit, see if there's anything of particular interest. Yeah. You take a look and you see that these are Nova's notes that she wrote herself for Oscar. They appear to be predictions. A couple of them cover Oscar's potential performance reviews at the company that he works for. Others are rather specific questions about what he should do. Others cover potential rivals at the company. You're able to deduce that, yes, Nova has in fact been using divination magic, illegal divination magic, to help her husband. But as you look further, you see that Nova has occasionally added notes that are not work-related. I predict that your erectile dysfunction pills will arrive on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's blackmail. Blackmail about rivals. <laughs> like he's been having an affair with the secretary. These notes typically pertain to divination questions that were perhaps too broad. And as you thumb through the notes, you're just, you're just gonna sparks notes it. The... Uh, <laughs> You see that Nova is growing increasingly distressed about one of her neighbors, who, as she put it before, is not what they seem. Kia, as you take a look through these notes, you think back to that booklet that you found earlier. The four names. Well, there are more than four names, but the four that seem to be a particular note. Yeah. And you wonder if... This is the reason that she was doing readings or even potentially divinations on certain neighbors. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Meanwhile, separately, I am reading the tarot card book. <laughs> Deborah, you take a look at the tarot card book. What are you looking for? I'm just like, so I was there for the part of the conversation where the different tarot cards were read for the different individuals, right? Yep. So I'm just looking up what those different tarot cards mean. The the Tower, Five of Swords, Hanged Man, and Devil. As, as if I've never played Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, you're in the other room and you find this little booklet on tarot card readings. And you think back to the notes that Nova had written in her little notepad. Mm. For the Rodriguez family who lives on the street, she had the Tower card. You reference the book and you find that... This represents a sudden upheaval and chaos. 
for Captain Harper, the sort of random underground pirate lady, she had the Five of Swords, which represents defeat, loss, and betrayal. Note to self, avoid Captain Harper. <laughs> <laughs> for Rob the Gardener, he had the Hanged Man, and that represents sacrifice, letting go, and surrender. And for Professor O'Malley, he had the Devil card, which represents temptation, addiction, and materialism. I'm trying to see how much stock Deborah puts into Nova's predictions, and uh, I would say 50%. 50% stock. Deborah just says, mm, Ladies, I found a very helpful and convenient reference guide for the tarot cards, which it seems that Nova was doing a little bit of not spying, but definitely taking more than a cursory interest in some of the people that we know. And I explain what the t different tarots mean for the three individual or the four individuals that were mentioned. Well, we think that one of these four people might have had something with, to do with Nova's death. I mean, if we're very confident that it wasn't Vivian's daughter, which we, we should, we'll have to revisit that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How? I'm. I'm. Considering our years of friendship before I take offense that you even suggest that. Continue, please. Of course, of course, I don't think it was Char. Okay. She wouldn't hurt a fly. Uh, Vivian, by the way, you have a little bit of a, a smudge on your under your nose. You might want to... I kind of... <laughs> wipe that away. Wipe it. You, allergies. Over 30. Yes. You can't of help course. it. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> oh, believe me, I completely understand. My physical therapist says I need to work on my core for my, for my back, so I completely understand the over 30 thing. Mm. Have you been seeing someone outside of my classes? <laughs> so I think that <laughs> the... <laughs> Listen, if we were looking for other suspects, I would say, based on the tarot readings, and again, I only put about half stock in what Nova did, but she's a good friend, so I will take her on faith here. Not so sure how I feel about Harper being the Five of Swords, but with defeat, loss, and betrayal. I feel like they're was some betrayal and loss for sure at the Kensington party. Mm. That That's just my two cents. Should we talk to each of these people? Find out what they know? What kind of secrets they're hiding? I mean, we could. I don't know exactly what we would say to them. Just, our friend did some terror readings on you and it doesn't look good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do both of you think? I, I know you were in the office for a little while. I heard some odd sounds from in there, but I don't hold it against you. <laughs> my hand slipped there was a decanter it, it, poor quality yes that sounds like Oscar <laughs> poor quality all the way right yeah there's one thing we could agree on it's how useless men are <laughs> we all high five <laughs> <laughs> that's what brought us together in the first place after all we do our we do our secret elaborate handshake yeah. <laughs> All three of us. <laughs> that involves pantomiming, like, some sort of cutoff of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's very awkward, because Nova was also part of it, but she's not here, so there's, like, part of it missing. <laughs> three pieces yeah, of it, yeah, four yeah, parts. Her, yeah. her, her motions are missing from it, so it's, yeah. we, we feel sad for a minute there. <laughs> it's sort of sad, actually. <laughs> yeah, she she pantomimed the penis, so it's yeah. sort of like... <laughs> there's nothing to cut she, off anymore. She, yeah. she normally held the penis. <laughs> We're doing a bunch of karate chops. <laughs> I shed a single tear. I mean, it seems like Professor O'Malley 
might have had something to do with, uh, you know, blackmail or, or, you know, being being seduced by something. Maybe he's a good one to talk to. Hmm. Yes. Well, the devil means temptation and addiction and materialism. And I know I don't want any addiction in my neighborhood. What about the betrayal? I mean, <laughs> clearly our, our friend was betrayed. She was murdered. That's true. And I feel like Charlotte was betrayed by whoever used her to get to Nova. Thank you. And, th- and therefore all of us were betrayed. Really, it, it it's, you know, Harper all the way down. So how about we start with Harper and then go to O'Malley if Harper doesn't work out? Seems reasonable. Kia approves. All right. Now what's our cover story, ladies? What about we make a committee for a neighborhood watch? Clearly there was a murder in our community. Security needs to be invested in. Yes, and I'll I'll volunteer myself as the chairwoman. No need to, to trouble yourselves with that. Mm, well, God knows I have a full plate, my full career. Yes, I. Uh, we're also very busy with work. Especially me with the job that I totally have. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not life's insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what is the plan exactly? I think we're going to adjourn. Yeah, we're going to adjourn. And then... The next day, we're going to go talk to Captain Harper. Just as a point of reference, Captain Harper is actually a woman. Meanwhile, do you guys clean up or anything? Or do you guys just like, take the stuff and go? I mean, Deborah feels like she cares enough about Nova to clean up a bit. Well, it's, it's actually Oscar's study. She has enough respect for Nova and her family, I think. If this is anybody else aside from like this group, no. <laughs> Kia is feeling her her late night third wind come on, and so she goes into a cleaning frenzy. Vivian attempts to also clean, but her hands just feel so heavy and and clumsy. She she kind of makes more work than she fixes anything. <laughs> <laughs> I very carefully pick up each individual piece of glass that was that was shattered and throw it away. The three of you clean up Oscar's study. You wipe up the broken glass pick up the papers and put everything back on the shelves. The three of you work meticulously. Well, two two out of the three of you do. <laughs> and the three of you head out. As the three of you leave the room and Nova's house with all her stuff, we see one final shot of Oscar's study. A single page of Nova's notes has apparently escaped the three of you. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> no! Uh, needed that nat 20. Mm. It's jammed up very closely underneath the cabinet. And as the camera focuses on it, we see a drawing of Nova's of a dark, shadowy shape that she has apparently seen in her divinations. There may or may not be tentacles. Mm. We'll never know.
everybody, this is Joey, your Adequately Sleepy Dungeon Master. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Desperate Orcish Housewives. Just a reminder that if you're enjoying the podcast, to please share it with friends and family and anyone else who you think might also enjoy it. Join us next time as Deborah, Kia, and Vivian investigate their neighbors. <laughs>